Do you aspire to have a better connection with your daughter? Hmm? I've known this feeling and there's a way to meet this challenge. That's what this podcast is all about. It starts with simple steps to help mothers and daughters work together and explore subjects that matter to each of them, regardless of age. Hi, I'm Amy Miller, founder of Amy's Art Palette and the host of the Mother Daughter Art Project. I'm a mom and also a credentialed art teacher, certified parent coach, artist, camp mom, and connector. Creating a stronger bridge between people is the essence of what I do, especially with mothers and daughters. This podcast was born from the positive impact that the Mother Daughter Art Project, a monthly subscription box membership, was having on so many family dynamics. You'll hear from me and experts who see the importance of building a strong bridge between mothers and daughters and have ways to make that happen. I'm so grateful you're here listening. Thank you for showing up today and for showing up for you and your daughter. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Mother Daughter Art Project podcast. I'm Amy Miller and founder of Amy's Art Palette. Today, I'm here with Tamara stragar Bolke, who is a certified sacred money archetypes coach, as well as a certified money business breakthrough coach. And she's highly skilled in creating significant transformations in the financial success of women business owners. Her mission is to bring women up into the full financial independence and empowerment so that they can design a life of their choosing. Her personal mission and one of her greatest joys is knowing that she can strategically help business owners get closer to achieving their goals and living the life of their dreams. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so very much for having me. It's my pleasure to be here and to be with your audience. Thank you. So our theme for this month is inspired. And so you must be really good at helping women feel inspired to get them to achieve financial success and living the life of their dreams. Yes, absolutely. It it all becomes about possibility. And a lot of it is about giving oneself permission. And so there's a lot of uh, mindset work that we do first before more of the strategic systems and uh, setups can be put into place. And And it's very much related to inspiration because that's the whole reason someone should have as their foundation for doing most anything in life, no matter even if it's not about making money, if it's cooking a meal or parenting your child or going back to school or getting in shape, inspiration has to be the backbone of everything that you set out to do in this life, no matter what that is. At least that's my personal opinion. And it sure makes everything a much more joyful experience going in that direction. Yeah. When we feel inspired, we are feeling joy, I think also because we are doing something that we are inspired to do. But before we go down that path of that, I want to talk about those three words. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about three words. The first word is inspire Mm -hmm. to make someone want to do something. Mm -hmm. Inspiration, something that makes someone want to do something. Mm -hmm. And then inspired of extraordinary quality as if arising from external creative impulse. And so feeling inspired causes us to take action. 
And I just wanted to get your take on those three words. We can, I can repeat them and we'll go back, you know, so what, what's your take on inspire to make someone want to do something? Well, I think that's the key sort of what I'm feeling based on what you're saying right now is that the word make someone, I think that's exactly the opposite of inspiration. I think to be inspired, there is no having to push or make or force or anything like that. It's coming. So to me, all of those three words, in all honesty, they can be summed up into one basic definition. And I believe that inspiration is very soulful, spiritual, whatever that spiritual connection is for every person. It's different for all. It doesn't matter. It's just about that connection. When you know you're conversing with your highest self and your, and your connection to your soul and what that means to you, and that it just inspiration makes things come more naturally easy. So there's no forcing. In fact, that's a good way to figure out if you're on the wrong path, if it doesn't feel good, if it feels forced, if it's a should have to, instead of a desire, want, get to, then it's a, it's a great way to kind of know you might be a little bit out of sync and when you are in sync. And so it can be very clear. A lot of people sometimes will get a little confused because it's such a vast subject and it covers so many different aspects of life. However, if you just go back to your emotions, they are your signal of if it feels good, it's inspired. If it doesn't feel good, it's not coming from a place of inspiration. And then you can kind of make your changes based on that initial feeling. I, I heard you say something just now that I have been finding myself saying so often, especially in this last year, is I have this offer for mothers and daughters to have this impact. And it's my new business the mother daughter art project. And I get to do this. Yes. So I am inspired. I feel so inspired doing what I'm doing with this subscription box and the podcast. And I get to do it. I don't think of it as a, I should do it. Exactly. There's no negativity that comes into my mind when I think about the things that need to get done for this business. There's, I mean, need to get done. Yes, they need to get done, but it's not like, oh, they need to get done. I have to do it. It's more like they need to get done. I get to do it. How am I going to organize my day? And exactly so much excitement around it. Then you know for a fact that you're on the right path when that is your feeling. And you also just made a good Good point. So the big inspiration is the overall idea that you have for your business. For somebody else, it might be something else, you know, graduating university or getting married or opening a business, whatever that might be. You understand the inspired big goal. Now, within the big goal itself, there's those daily things that will help you get to that uh, realization of that big dream inspired goal. It doesn't mean that every single task that has to be done is 
completely lined up in pure bliss and pure joy. However, when you know that there may be a few things that aren't your favorite thing to do, however, it will eventually lead you to realizing that inspired dream coming true. As long as you keep your focus on the why you're doing it and go back to why, when you're having an off day and you can't find your motivation, maybe to work out or to make those sales calls or to study for that exam that you're going to have next week in university. And there's just a part of you that is just not feeling it. One of the ways that you can get yourself to take that action because we all have our moods sometimes and we all have off days but if you kind of anchor yourself into the the end result that you're hoping to achieve and make that your focus instead of the maybe the icky feelings you might have for that moment it'll help you take that action and and go forward so it's not that just because you have an inspired goal that every single step of the way will be always feeling fabulous and inspired because that, that would yeah that's just not realistic that reminds me of um, a project that we have at our house in our backyard we redid our backyard about six years ago we wanted to have a fountain in the backyard and i had the contractor build the structure of the fountain and it sat there in that empty blank structure for at least I think a year. And, you know, I would wake up and I would see it right from my bed, uh -huh. this blank canvas. Uh -huh. And in one moment I was inspired, oh, I'm gonna do, you know, let's mosaic it this way. And then I thought through like, oh no, that's not going to work on this space. And then I'd wake up another morning, I'd be inspired, let's mosaic it this way. And finally, I woke up one morning and I opened my eyes. I can see that blank canvas. I said, thought to myself, I'm like, hmm, I know. And let's mosaic it with all these different mandala circles, different sizes. And so I wanted it to be a project that my husband and I could work on, mm -hmm. my kids could work on but also take ownership of certain areas. And so creating the mosaic with the mandala on our fountain, my husband did half of the circles. I did half the circles. Our kids each did one of the circles. Beautiful. And the process of making the mosaic, it was very satisfying, but sometimes very tedious. Yes. But I'm so glad that we worked through even just the tedious parts because now we have this beautiful hand made by my family mosaic in the backyard that brings us so much calm and peace and joy. And, and the fact that the project was done as a team and you learn to work together and get into each other's rhythms and, and get through those tough little moments because you saw the end result being a worthy project that was based on inspiration. And that's exactly right. And even what you just spoke about, about how each day you would wake up and you would look at it and you'd have an idea, but something didn't propel you yet to take action. Then the next day you would wake up and you'd look at it again, you'd have another good idea, but it just wasn't it. And it's interesting that you say that because 
I just had this experience recently on a project that I am working on and I was getting certain inspired thoughts and my desire was to run to the computer and put it all together, you know, kind of put the creation to, you know, pen to paper, so to speak. And I just could feel, I said, no, it's not fully developed yet. You're on the right track, but it's not fully there yet. And then the next day would come and I would get another inspired thing to add to it. And then I said, oh yes, that's feeling right. This part I'm going to take out. And I just got this strong sense that it was not, I would, I was waiting for the aha moment and it, I knew it was coming, but I did not arrive yet. And that's a really good thing. I want to speak to you felt it too. You had an instinctive intuition that you were on the right path, but it just didn't materialize fully yet. And you wanted to give it space to nurture and that you would have awareness that you, you would know when the right moment was to go forward. And, and that's actually what happened with me. And, and instead of it, you know, I was hoping I could figure it all out, maybe say in one day, maybe it took more like a week, but then it came together in the most perfect way that it, I, you have to give time to let things evolve and develop is basically what I'm trying to say. And, and don't rush it, enjoy the process because something even more magical than maybe what you initially had in mind will, will be made available to you if you give it room to breathe. So just another little idea on about how inspiration takes action. And, you know, sometimes we just have to, to let go and let it develop and, and then we'll know. You know, when you know, yeah, that message really came across in your, your talk just now about creating space, Mm -hmm. creating space for your thoughts. Yes. And not rushing it. That really Mm -hmm. came across and, and unknowingly, that's what I was doing. I wasn't ready to step into mosaic the fountain until I was ready And see, and that speaks to how you can trust your soulful self to let you know, (laughs) like you don't tell it when it's ready. It tells you when it's ready. And so that's really, it's great to be in tune with yourself like that. I, I actually do a little practice nearly every single day that maybe it will be helpful to your listeners to consider, but I basically get on a meditation pillow for about just 10 minutes every day every morning, basically I start out with my gratitude. I'm, I'm, I think gratitude is huge and it, it is all about inspiration having already shown up. You're basically saying thank you for all the inspired things that already have happened to me. And then I'll ask, okay, what am, what am I meant to do today? What is what is the inspiration? What should I focus on today? Because a lot of the times, you know, we have our big to-do lists and our set schedules and we're not making that room again to be inspired. And I, I, for myself, yes, I have tasks that I have to complete and a schedule that I want to keep a little bit on track with, but I have learned to allow myself space in every single day, just for inspiration. And sometimes who knows how that shows up? It could mean just go sit on a chair and listen to uh, coffee lounge music on Spotify and just let my mind drift. It could be reading a book. It could be writing in my gratitude journal. It could be taking a walk 
on the beach. It just allows space and you need space. If you crowd yourself with too much activity and too many things to do, yes, you can at the end of the day, be proud that you checked off all your boxes on getting things done. But if you didn't allow any room for thought, feeling, connection to your divine self or your spiritual essence, I think that you're miss, you have the chance to miss out on a lot of goodness that can come. So I would highly suggest everybody make a little bit of room for inspiration for themselves every single day. And that doesn't mean you have to sit on a meditation pillow. It means maybe go into nature or maybe cook something if that's your creative outlet. Just something that gets you to kind of turn your mind off a little bit and get into some sort of flow where it's not pushing. It's just allowing to receive I, I love that. Allowing to receive, get into a space mm -hmm. where you're allowing yourself to receive from yourself, the messages that your self is giving you, whether it's yes. you yourself, your higher power, your divine soul, whatever, however, anybody wants to um, envision it. Exactly. I'd like to talk briefly about what you were saying about having this creative project and wanting to put the pen to paper and, you know, you felt like it just wasn't there yet. And you just, maybe it was there and, and then it wasn't there. And when you say it, you just felt it wasn't there yet. Was there like a physical feeling that you were in your body? Like, did you feel like a physical shift or like, I know when I am not feeling inspired, I I am very in tune to my body and I'm very intuitive. So I kind of feel it. I'm like, yeah, yes. this is not right. Yes, exactly. And so for me, I absolutely felt it. So it was very easy for me to feel it in my soul and even mentally, you know, in a um, logical sort of thinking way. But how it showed up in my physical body was the awareness that I needed to stop thinking about it, get outside of it, do something else just to, like I said, make that room for it. And so I could tell I was not, let's say my body wasn't eager to get at my desk and start doing my work. I, I just didn't feel pulled in that direction. I pulled, I felt more pulled in the direction to get out and go on a beach walk and to allow for fresh air and space. And I needed that physical sensation and that break in my thinking process. And so, yes, in that regard, it showed up as physical. It was, it was in my, in my heart space. It was in my gut. I could tell it, it felt like I would be forcing myself and that felt uncomfortable if I, if I went and did something sooner than it was you know, ready. It's like, you know, I didn't want to take the, I didn't want to take the steak off the uh, grill too soon because it wasn't ready to be served. So right. I just kind of got that sense that, okay, it's too soon. Keep mm -hmm. the cooking process going. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Good mm -hmm. too. So up until this moment, you and I have been talking about feeling inspired and being inspired with, it seems larger projects, like the mosaic is a large project. Mm -hmm. My business is a large project. What you're working on is a large project. And being inspired doesn't have to mean that you have to do something monumental. Yeah. It can mean mm -hmm. taking a small action that you are inspired to take one step 
forward is moving in the right direction. So- Absolutely. I, I can speak to that if you like. In fact, that's a huge part of one of my biggest inspirations in my business is the whole idea is these little things that you're speaking of instead of these big projects. And basically there's a theme for each day. And it, the, the goal is to do something that makes you feel inspired and then makes you feel proud that you did it. So, you know, for example, on Sunday, we do inspiration. It's funny. That's what we're talking about here. And so The goal is that the members do something that is inspirational to them. And it could be, like I said, a meditation experience or a beach walk on, for example, Tuesday, it's tidying up. So, you know, maybe it's that makeup drawer that is so messy and driving you nuts and you just never get around to it. And there's accountability and other people are doing it and it's fun and it's only 10 minutes and you clean up your makeup drawer and then all of a sudden you feel great. So it's not, you know, building, you know, like you said, this big, big project, it's cleaning up a makeup drawer and it makes you feel fabulous that you got inspired to do that. It took you 10 minutes and there you go and you get to feel good so it's very important to focus on those little things they build up your muscle to do the bigger things in life yes and they also create space for you to feel inspired cleaning out that makeup drawer I just exactly we're, we're cleaning out our kitchen right now and different parts of our house And it feels so good to like, wow, there's space in the kitchen. I don't have to fill it with something. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. If there's there's space in their kitchen, there's space in my mind. Absolutely. Decluttering is one of the greatest things you can do to get inspired. And it's also a very faithful act in replenishment, meaning sometimes people can have a little trouble, say, donating things because they feel like, oh, maybe one day I'll fit back into those jeans or, well, maybe the skirt will come back in style or, well, I'm not using it this week, but maybe next year I will. And, and there's this whole holding on experience that can come with that where they're afraid to let it go because it feels like a loss. But really what is happening is it's letting it go because you have so much faith that even more will come to you later. You're making room for more later, more that suits you better than what you're currently doing. But it's just about like having, by, by letting go, it's, a, it's an act of faith. It's basically an act of faith that there is abundance and letting go doesn't lessen your abundance. It actually helps grow it and it helps grow it for others. And it also, like you said, makes room for you to have space for the other types of things that are meant to come into your life because you let go of one thing. It just creates room for more inspiration for other things to come in. This has been a great conversation so far. I, I love it myself. I'm feeling inspired. <laughs> Word of the day. So right before getting on the call with you, while I was doing my research for inspired, I looked for a list of synonyms for the word inspired. And I'd like to just briefly talk about each word and we can just go down the list. So the first word for synonym for inspired is activated. Mm, love love that word. Absolutely can relate to this word. For me, that speaks to being divinely inspired and then 
I can't wait to just make it come together and get started. And that's that activation. And that is that feeling of just pure ease with action. Let it be easy. And having it be easy comes from those inspired moments that activate you. Absolutely love that word. Love it. So the next word is animated. And for me, when I think of animated, I feel that's how I live my life is very animated. And when I think of inspired and being inspired, I just can't stop talking and moving and wanting to get the tasks done for whatever it is that I am inspired to do, whether it be the mosaic or my business or the cooking in the kitchen. I'm just like, I wake up and I just want to, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put on some music and I'm going to be very animated. Yes. Love this. Absolutely. As half Italian, I can relate to you. (laughs) I'm very animated. Yeah. The next word, encouraged. Oh, that's also a beautiful word. First of all, it's so important to encourage ourselves instead of being hard on ourselves. So I love that as a self-discipline to kind of catch yourself when you're being a little too tough on yourself and instead maybe think about the successes you've had and then encourage yourself that, you know, you can do more. And then also for me personally, that's such an important word because that's what my whole goal in life is to help encourage others to, to find that strength and power in themselves to go for those big dreams and goals. So I love that. Yes, I can absolutely feel good about that word. The next word is energized. And for me, I feel more energized when I am working on a project that I am inspired by. Mm -hmm. The next word is influenced. Yes, this is actually great. I actually can speak to this in a way that might be helpful for all. A lot of the times we might see someone doing or having something that we want and the feeling maybe that might come up is some sort of jealousy, which is of course going into a a more negative energy. However, there's an easy way to turn that around. If you, if your initial feeling is say leading towards a little jealousy, what, what that is actually saying to you is that you're actually desiring that for yourself and that you, if you can imagine it already, then you know at some point you can make it true for yourself. So you can turn that around into a positive and realize that that word is actually your sign that you can focus on going for that yourself. And, and it doesn't have to be the negative jealousy. It can be ins- inspirational instead. It's just flipping the coin, basically, on how you approach it. I can tell that you are a fabulous mindset coach. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's so sweet. I, I am just deeply in love with the whole I think it's everything. It's 80% of what you achieve in life, in my personal opinion, to have a joyful life and one that becomes what you're imagining and hoping for. 80% of it is mindset work. 20% is the actual strategies and systems, no matter what it is in life. Inspiration leads 
Absolutely. And that comes from having a positive mindset to support your inspirations. It all works together. I can relate to that because the, the mindset that I have to continue to work on with starting this business, being a perfectionist, I'm a recovering Mm -hmm. perfectionist Mm -hmm. and I'm doing everything with this, including the podcast imperfectly. So I'm doing it imperfectly imperfect. I love this. I know this people hear this all the time, but I feel like I am living it doing things imperfectly and just being okay in my head, you know, in my mind and knowing in my soul that I'll, I'll figure it out. And Mm -hmm. I have to just take one step. And if it's wrong or not the, the most perfect way to do something, then I'll learn and I'll do it differently next time. And can I speak to why that is actually not only a gift for yourself, but it's a gift you're giving to others. Because when they see someone as amazing and fabulous as you doing it so-called imperfectly, you're actually giving them permission to say, you know what? I don't have to be perfect. I can actually be imperfect and still accomplish and go forward. And to be honest with you, none of us are ever going to be perfect. And when when we see these ideas of perfection, all it does is shut us down. But when we see other people that are just out there doing it, going for it, you know, even if it is not perfect, it actually becomes permission. And so you are serving not only yourself, but everybody around you by allowing themselves to be able to get past that fear of perfection and just take inspired action. And I too understand, I wear, I have a t-shirt that says progress over perfection. And it really, uh, and, and it's relatable. When you see any person that isn't perfect, but is passionate and inspired, it, it doesn't matter. You are tuned in and you're wanting a little bit of whatever they have to be your motivation as well. And you, and it, and it makes it fun when you don't have to be perfect. That's the thing. When you have to be, when you decide you have to be perfect, it's no longer fun because then you're so self-critical and that just shuts down the, the receiving and the permission and the openness and the space. For me, the older I get, the less I care about the perfection and the yes. more I want to try to have an impact yeah. and make a difference and just try new things and be okay with it and see that I'm scared and change my mindset to from fear and feeling scared to excitement. Yes. I'm yes. going gonna, gonna to do it anyway. I love it. I love it. And that's, that's what you just did. You, you took one of those kind of heavy duty, negative words of fear and turned it into excitement. It, it's so important. The words that we use to speak to ourselves and to others, because some can just give you wings and the other ones can clip them. So it's really important to pay attention to how you speak to yourself as well as to others, especially children too. You know, it's, it's so important to keep that, um, that lightness and possibility in the forefront. So when you were just talking about how important it is for children and whether we can 
help them spread their wings and, you know, grow feathers or clip their wings. Mm -hmm. One of two things. One of the things that I've told my children is that when it was time for them to go off to college and I might cry and that's oh, okay. It's okay. It that's is okay. Absolutely. Because we don't have our children to keep them home with us all the time. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. have our children to be part of our family, to help them grow their strong wings and to fly. And Absolutely. I feel like, you know, as a parent, that's what I try to do is give them not not for me to give them the feathers, but to, to facilitate them growing their feathers. And they are strong, bold eagles soaring. Love, so love. They're soaring. And I feel so much pride in, in how they've navigated life outside of these four walls of home. And that's the first thing. And then the I'm so thing. touched by that. That's beautiful. And that's exactly the, the way to be a beautiful parent. So I'm not saying a perfect parent and thank nope. you for not saying we, that. Yes. Beautiful. I'm a beautiful. Soulful. Parent. Yes. Mm -hmm. And a wonderful, beautiful relationship with each of my daughters. Yes. The other thing I was just telling someone about it today when I was in the classroom teaching and I would have parent conferences there was one family, there was this little girl whose parents came in to meet with me and they were telling me that in third grade, when you're eight years old, they didn't let her pour her own milk into the cereal. And to me, that is clipping her wings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, they were expecting something and they, I talked to them about it. They said, oh, well, she might spill it. And I said to them, so what? So what? So what? Mm -hmm. You know, grab a sponge, paper towel, wipe it up. She'll learn. She'll gain. She'll learn space. not to spill it one day. Right. By, by doing. You learn so, by doing. Yeah. Do not cry over spilled milk. Amen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is the second podcast that I've cried. I get so touched with things that we talk about. Oh, this is beautiful. Thank you. I feel it as deeply as you as well. These are those real life moments. This is what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Tamara, if people resonated with what you were saying about mindset work, if people wanted to find you. Mm -hmm. Where can they find you? How can they get in contact with you? Sure. Thank you. Well, I, I do have some gifts for your audience that my, my website is wealthywomaneveryday.com. And then there are six gifts I put together. They are very much related to a lot of money mindset work and maybe for the, the kids Maybe in, in time, that will be something that will serve them later. But for the adults, that will definitely be helpful. And there's also a month in the, the Wealthy Woman Club, where you can do those inspired actions, such on Sunday inspiration, Mondays cook and bake, Tuesdays tidy up, Wednesday is money mindset, 
Thursday's dining out, Friday's pamper me, Saturday is travel. So we do a little something that's fun, little, little activities and so forth. So if you go to wealthywomaneveryday.com forward slash gifts, the is there for all of your um, audience members. And I hope that they enjoy and are benefited by them. And then there's just all the information on my my main site. Wealthywomaneveryday.com. Great. I will make sure that that's in the show notes as well. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to help and serve in any way that I can. So thank you. I appreciate um, you being with me here today and our conversation really took me to some places that I didn't expect and I'm grateful for that. I am grateful for this. It just, it just is such a beautiful experience to share this with you. What you are doing, I know that you've been told this before, it's a movement and I absolutely agree. This um, relationship connection that we have with our family beyond that our friends it, it, this is what it's all about and and making those moments treasured and cherished and taking time to create the moments as you are doing instead of getting caught up in the busyness of the world so you just keep on doing what you're doing because you are doing inspired work that is inspiring others and now yes i feel it it's it's beautiful and you are a gift and bless you <laughs> you i know i'm crying too it's just it's important work that you're doing very camera thank you so much thank you it's been an honor to be invited to your show. I feel absolutely grateful and blessed for this chance to to talk with you. And I hope it um, serves others. I'm sure it will. Yes. I'm sure it will. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Mother Daughter Art Project podcast. We welcome any reviews and comments on your favorite listening platform. You can make a lasting impact by sharing this podcast with those you love. For more information about the Mother Daughter Art Project monthly subscription box, visit amysartpalette.com. Are you feeling uneasy that you're not an artist? Don't be. I taught elementary school art and designed the projects to be accessible for all ages. I believe everyone is an artist and is just finding the right materials you enjoy working with. But remember... It's not about the project, but the process and journey you will be on with your daughter. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Amy's Art Palette. That's Amy's Art Palette with one L and two T's. And you'll get to see all the original art we've been creating and the life-changing comments from our members. Thanks for showing up and finding ways to connect today and every day.